hit me. From Studio A in Arcata, behind the Redwood Curtain, it's time for... Suckatash. Suckatash Clips, the original comedy soundcast featuring snippets from comedy... Soundcasts. And here's your host from up the coast, practically unknown outside of comedy soundcasting, comedy soundcast soundcaster, Tyson Saner. Saluton, it is I, your host, Tyson Saner, and welcome to Suckatash, the comedy soundcast soundcast. This one is chock full of content, as the folks used to say. The chock full part, not necessarily the content. Anyway, there's plenty to hear on this episode besides me editing myself, aside from clips, and yes, don't you worry, we've got those. We also have a double burst of durst from raging moderate Will Durst. We've got another reading from our recently acquired sponsor, TrumpPoetry.com, and a spot from Henderson's Pants to round things out. It'll be nice to hear from Henderson's Pants, as it is nice to hear from any sponsor that will have us. I'm glad they've decided to throw their pants back into the ring, as it were, and enjoy some healthy competition for your attention span, and or any other time currency that is the lifeblood of any soundcast, or some still call them podcasts. The clips I've selected for you this edition of Suckatash the Comedy Soundcast Soundcast include... Robert Kelly's You Know What Dude, Your New Favorite Movie, The Kimchi Chronicles, Opie Radio, Legion of Skanks Podcast, and Kill Tony is the name of the last featured soundcast that that isn't a call to action. Please don't take that literally. It's time for our first burst of durst for the show. This one is from August 17th, 2018. Battle of the DC Network Stars, in which our intrepid correspondent tries to get in the spirit of things by getting down and dirty. Hey guys, Will Durst here with a few choice words about the ongoing fight between Omarosa Manigault Newman and President Donald Trump, also known as the DC Battle of the Network Stars. It's hand-to-hand combat between the master of slazy opportunism and his star pupil. And this thing is more delicious and ugly than an underbaked blueberry muffin covered in marshmallow sauce and wasabi sprinkles. Apparently, being fired four times by the Oval Office apprentice has taught the lady a thing or two. She's the Frankenstein monster of reality television. Only she combines the same kind of frivolous character assassination along with a complete lack of moral integrity like the aerodynamic quaff regularly sports. He must be so proud. Trump called her a lowlife and a dog after she revealed secretly recording conversations in the White House, including her firing in the Situation Room. Live by the underhanded, dastardly move. Die by the underhanded, dastardly move. All this and more is detailed in her new book about her time with Trump, titled Unhinged. (laughs) Unhinged. The next book will be called Crackers and Nuts. She claims to have other tapes and might be able to get her hands on the fabled recording where the New York City real estate developer casually tosses around the N-word. Spokesperson Sarah Huckabee Sanders said she couldn't guarantee there's not a tape of Trump using racial slurs. But even the prospect of further non-racist recordings has White House staffers trembling like a weasel with eczema sliding down a ski jump. Probably because they routinely hear so much horrible stuff at work, they can't be sure they didn't pull a Billy Bush and sycophantically agree with something absolutely dreadful, like how they're glad Dopey Donald is president. 
Trump's best people best be terrified. For Suckatash, the comedy soundcast, soundcast, I'm Will Durst. Thank you, Will Durst. And let's get into the clips. First up, Robert Kelly's You Know What Dude by Riotcast.com. In the iTunes description, it says, Did you ever go to a comedy club and see the comics at the back table laughing hysterically? Did you ever wish you could hear what they were talking about? Hosted by Robert Kelly, the You Know What Dude podcast provides you a seat at that table as comedians, new and old, try to one-up and outwit each other. Credits don't matter here. No topics, no filter, a true comic hang. The You Know What Dude podcast with Robert Kelly. Oh, and it's funny as hell. Episode description says, Rich Voss, Paul Verizzi, and the return of the beloved Gary Goldman on this Independence Day, YKWD. Bobby's thumb, Mush's face, Rich's hat. What's the semicolon for? This episode is packed. So yes, this episode is called Wooden Spoon. It was released July 9th, 2018. In this clip, host Robert Kelly's love of fireworks is revealed, as is the reason for this episode's title. The titular reason? Roll clip. I'm not a big fan of fireworks. What? Eh, I'm fireworks. I've seen, you know what I mean? Even my kid doesn't like them. I love fireworks. I cry at fireworks. <laughs> what? Really? What do you mean, what? You cry at I'm fi- opening up to you. Relax. Wait a minute. Down. I, listen, I can understand a fucking movie. You know, but you look up and you see the thing, you start weeping, you start crying? I, I don't <laughs> start, first of all, I don't start crying. I cry eventually. It's not like I immediately cry. At the I'm finale? Not at, I don't see fireworks. Yo, fireworks. <laughs> but by the, you know, you know, a little tear comes down because you're thinking of your. What are you thinking of? Your, the country your, and the and the veterans. I'm thinking about the country. I'm thinking about hopes and dreams. And but with the music, not well, just the fireworks, not just boom, boom, boom. You I'm need Neil Diamond. Da na 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 That shit makes me cry. If you're thinking about hopes and dreams, you should be crying every day. Hey, what the fuck? <laughs> 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 but wait, what music? I go to find. There's yeah. no background music. I'm from Boston. Boston. We, you talking about Macy's music. though, right? Macy's Bo- on TV. Boston, we do music. They have music. Yeah, they have the pops. The Boston pops on the river. We're a little more classier people than my you. friend's in father Jersey. used to be the uh, conductor, John Williams, who's. Yeah. John Williams. I know who he is. Stop saying it like I don't fucking know. Fucking Star Wars, Schindler's yeah. List. He's won five Oscars. Okay. I'm friends with his daughter. <laughs> yeah, you're friends with his daughter, not him. I she met could, him. Yeah, but she could be a heroin addict. She could be a loser. <laughs> no, she's not a heroin addict. What is she? A therapist. Oh, really? That's <laughs> <laughs> it's their boss. I hate him. Uh, can you just pick it, bring up the picture of Owl real quick? Of who? The Owl. Okay. Okay. And so I go into fucking Big J's podcast, yeah. Uh, yeah. radio show. <laughs> Does this have fun? anything to do with the thumb? Yeah, look at Mike's face. Oh. oh. <laughs> look straight. No. Look straight at That look. owl's not look. getting fucked up at roast Look battle. straight at him. <laughs> look, <laughs> look straight at Voss. <laughs> She's an owl that was stung by a hornet. <laughs> Mike, Mike has all. Oh, you were there. You were there for that. What for the roast yeah. yeah, it was close. <laughs> <laughs> it was, a, it was very one legged talk- guy in a marathon. <laughs> we're talking about suicide. It was close. <laughs> we both had to call him that night. Give him a fucking pep Holy talk. Holy shit! <laughs> he walked home. <laughs> Mike walked home. We're at the stand. We're looking for Mike. Gabby's like, where's Mike? Gabby's on top of the world because she murdered. Where's Mike? I called him. I walked home. He, re- 
every step was a new reevaluation. Oh, just slash my thumb. Uh, uh, How, uh, did you sleep like when you were laying in bed? Like, when you were laying in bed, were you going over? Maybe I should have said this or done this. Like I do that all the time. Like oh, oh that's it. No, so I, I just, we went over it the next week. I should have worked on it harder. I just didn't. You didn't work on it hard enough. No, I started, I mean, I was still trying to write jokes before the thing started. Well, you're always writing jokes before a roast, but. Uh, you know, maybe some of that, you know. Wait, was it because you're just nice and you didn't want to go hard? No. He's a bad, bad person. I'm not good at roast battle. Oh, no. okay. Yeah, he's not, he didn't write it's any not, jokes. It's different. A lot of people aren't good at roast battle. It doesn't make you a bad person. Yeah, roast battling is, is tempo. Ba-da, 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 ba-ba, ba-ba, ba-ba. He was just like, yeah, your father's rich, you cunt. <laughs> Like, what, what, Mike? I'm sorry? Excuse me? That was a sentence. That was just a sentence. Yeah, that was yeah, a rude yeah. sentence. Yeah. Oh, like the rest of your set? Okay, come on. That's not what I did. So. Oh, shit. It's happening again. It's done, Michael, Mike. stop it. Jesus. Stop it. Why? What happened? I brought it up. I shouldn't have you, done this. No, because that's what you do every fucking time. <laughs> you walk in a room and you fucking shake shit up, Voss. That's what I do. I'm a shaker. Uh-huh. You're not a mover. <laughs> Anyways, this I sliced my thumb open. I had to go uh, to the emergency room yesterday. No During way. a party. Before, literally right five minutes before the How party. How many stitches? Uh, they didn't stitch it. They wound Butterflies. Up, they glued it. They used super glue. So, the, um, why? It doesn't leave a scar? Uh, mm-hmm. It was deep. They should have stitched it, but I went to the, uh, what's it, urgent care? <laughs> Where'd you go? I went to Where'd urgent care. Check casting and fucking. <laughs> what did you slice it cutting? I was, uh... <laughs> I wish it was his throat, but... No, I don't. That's mean. That's annoying. I, was, I can't lie, because she knows. I was going to lie, but I can't... I was, I was making a wooden spoon. What, <laughs> what the fuck? The fuck? Who, what? Why? What? Why? You go to it's a dollar store. Everything is Who with fucking homemade spoon? knives. I wasn't going to say I one I mean, thing. he wants a fucking homemade fucking soup bowl. <laughs> it's just... It's fucking 2018, Bob. It's over. It's fucking over. A wooden spoon? You know what we're going? Take it to like the industrial fucking revolution for the museum. That's what that's, that's for your birthday. That's what we're going for your birthday. What kind of knife let's were you pick them up and take them to the fucking industrial revolution thing. And then next week, dude, you know what? Get a wheel. Get a wheel and a barrel. I'm making my own fucking. Went up in the Bobby's hand. He tried to make his own cotton gin. It's not. I mean, you did that to yourself. If you visit. RobertKelly.Libson.com, you can visit the show archive. And if you have a MyLibson subscription, you can listen to more episodes that are no longer available to the general public. If you want to reach out to Robert Kelly on Twitter, he's at Robert Kelly, R-O-B-E-R-T-K-E-L-L-Y. Rich Voss is at Rich Voss, R-I-C-H-V-O-S. Paul Veerzy is at Paul Veerzy, P-A-U-L-V-I-R-Z-I. Gary Goldman is at Gary Goldman, G-A-R-Y-G-U-L-M-A-N. And the podcast is at Y-K-W-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. That is Y-K-W-D Podcast. In the second slot for the evening is a soundcast known as Your New Favorite Movie by Unknown. It's literally what it says. In the iTunes description, it says, Listen to two independent filmmakers pitch their outlandish movie ideas to AAA Ryan, or I suppose that's AAA Ryan, which means average American audience, who will decide if their films will be a success or not. The episode I've selected uh, is called Jar Jar and FDR. It was released on the 22nd of June, 2018, and its description reads, Ever since Hain Solo tanked at the box office, Disney has canceled any future spin-off Star Wars movies. 
Your new favorite movie is here to change their mind. Here are team-up movie with Jar Jar and FDR, but probably not the FDR you're thinking of. This clip features the very beginning of the pitch and answers at least one question. Are we going to remake it? Are we going to do a, just another sequel in the universe? What Let's do, we do a spin-off. Spin-off, okay. All right, so like, like Solo, you're going to do a spin-off because... Yeah, I, think that's I say we try and prequel. let's try and sell the crowd Jar Jar Binks. Yes, Jar Jar Binks spinoff. <laughs> Definitely got to do Jar Jar Binks spinoff. All right, all right. <laughs> all I can think about as far as Jar Jar Binks goes is that we wanted to go to a Comic Con one time, and all of us dress as Robin. Robin with Jar Jar Binks masks, right? No, we were all going to be Fred Durst version of Robins. That's right. And Ben was going to be Jar Jar Binks, but kiss makeup Jar Jar Binks. Wait, and we were going to write. What we were going to write. About? We were going to write like flash fiction stories of why we were dressed like that to give to people. Yeah, to explain. Yeah, Ro- like Rob, like Batman and Robin. Just yeah, Robin. But the Fred Durst hat on. <laughs> and I guess and his, a chain like, and his beard or and whatever it is. Yeah, and Jinko jeans. All right, so let's pull Fred Durst Robin into this one. Okay. Don? So he's a clone. The That's Fred a Star Durst Wars. Robin. Is. Yeah. Okay. He's a clone of Earth Fred Durst Robin. Okay, so it's So starts, it's more Star Wars. Well, let's start with Earth. Okay. And have the clone escape, Earth in? escape Earth to get to the Star Wars. Yeah. Earth is... I don't know if Earth counts for Star Wars. Well, it's, it's in a... Long ago, galaxy well, far away. Dude, so technically, it, it it's is science fiction. We just have the it go through a like an interdimensional wormhole, like a Stargate, and then he ends up in the Star Wars. Okay, so Earth, uh, the way uh, our culture is going, Fred Durst Robin would kind of be the penultimate like symbol. <laughs> like, hey, come check us out. Here's what we got. Fred of, Durst Robin. Wait, of Earth or of like just Earth. America? I feel like he definitely represents America. Yeah. America, Earth. And Fred Durst is playing Fred Durst Robin, too, right? Yeah, gotta have him. Gotta have him. (laughs) So is he... He is Robin from Batman and Robin. Like, he is a super... Yeah, but Fred Durst, the actor, is him. Yeah. But it's also Fred Durst. The actor. So... No, from Limp Bizkit. America (laughs) figures out that (laughs) the best soldier you can have is a Fred Durst Robin. So they restylize the military... And it's all Fred Durst Robbins. And that's it. That's the only unit in the military. They're sent in to wipe out a town in another country to get so we can get their oil for our, our bankers here. Yes. The bankers want the oil. And one of the Fred Durst Robbins, his clone programming breaks. Yeah. So he's starting to develop a conscience. And about feelings. This. He feels. And also in this world, because we have to differentiate it from like our actual world. This Fred Durst Robin got famous for singing uh, Ball with the Ball, not all the nookies. Yeah, we have to keep it a little different. It's like alternate alternate <laughs> right, universe. Yeah. So, but that was back before he became the Robin soldier. So so he comes back from the massacre of like this little Middle East town, and he feels bad because he knows it's not right. Yeah, it's what wrong. He's doing. He, had to kill, he killed 14 children. He did it all for the nookie. <laughs> But no, he did it for the ball with the ball. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who did the nookie now? Um, Weezer? <laughs> so he's walking into the, back into the base, and the Weezer music video is on for all the nookies. Yeah. And he's like... I don't want to live on this planet anymore. Like it's the first meme. thing he says, yeah. So he goes, and there's a star pod. But it's 
uh, test star pod that they haven't figured out yet. Yeah, they don't know if it's going to work. But he breaks in. He gets in the star pod and says goodbye. And then shoots up into space. And there's a 45-minute sequence of him floating through space. Yeah, and then after that, we got to do the crawl, the word crawl. Like yeah. At the beginning of every Star Wars. We'll do it after, though, because they usually do it right at the beginning. So right. we'll do it now. Yeah, yeah. So he just got up It'll to space. It'll be like people don't know yeah. they're going to see a Star Wars movie. Right, yeah. we won't You're tell tricky. them. So there is very little information to be had, but you can visit the Soundcast website, which is your new favorite movie.libsyn.com forward slash website. Libsyn, of course, is L-I-B-S-Y-N. You can reach the show on Twitter at Y-N-F Movie Podcast, which is Y-N-F-M-O-V-I-E. P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Get them at Y-N-F-M-P Oddcast, or O-D-C-A-S-T, on Facebook. And you can email them at Y-O-U-R-N-E-W-F-A-V-O-R-I-T-E-M-O-V-I-E at gmail.com. Alrighty. In the number three position, rounding it out, The Kimchi Chronicles by Samantha Pett. Listeners of the Soundcast Strange Times would recognize Samantha Pett as being one-third of the of that program, of that soundcast, for quite a while now. She has her own soundcast, and the iTunes description reads, Sam, based in South Korea, discusses cultural differences between Korea and whatever country her guest is from, and other stuff and nonsense. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It looks like one, two, three, four, seven, eight. It looks like about three ellipses in a row. This clip is uh, from episode 21, called An Extraordinary Guest. It was released July 1st, 2018, and its description reads, Well, what do you know? Two episodes in less than two weeks. Three exclamation points. This episode features the wonderful Baz Henderson, the host and producer of the awesome Extraordinary Stories podcast. I hope you enjoy this as much as I enjoyed recording it. In this clip, Samantha and her guest Baz discuss the controversy surrounding the use of, quote, swear words, unquote. You've just given me another wonderful segue to my next question. Yes. Well, not question, more of a topic of discussion. You yes. just You just said that very bad F word. No, no, did I? Oh, dear. oh God, it's not bad. Fuck no. Um, but there was a thing that I saw in that wonderful Facebook group. Somebody yeah. was telling you to tone down the swearing. Mm-hmm. And I didn't actually join in the conversation because right. I have uh, quite a strong opinion. Of strong opinions? I have opinions about swearing. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, okay. And I didn't want to, you know, Yes, but blah 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 blah. Which is why I almost did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, to, yeah, you you swear you do swear a lot on mm-hmm. extraordinary stories, and I love it. Okay, I, I absolutely love it. Um, yeah. There, for example, I was listening to. No, I had listened to. They walk among us. Yeah, and then about. I don't know the time scale. Very not very long afterwards, you covered the same one of the same stories. Okay, which was about and I've forgotten his name, Albert or Arthur, who was getting jobs as a butler. Oh, Archibald! Archibald! Oh. I knew yes. it had. I knew it began with an A. Yeah. Mm. When you said Archie, I was thinking about the dog story I did. I was like, I don't think the Walk Among Us would do a dog story. <laughs> no, they'd actually done that story yeah. before you. And when I was listening to your story, uh-huh. your version of it, I was, yes. I got to a point where I was like, wow, how many 
fucking people got jobs as butlers in that time. <laughs> it was like, oh, fucking everyone's getting a job as a butler. And then <laughs> as it went, oh, as it progressed, it's like, oh, it's the same story. Yeah. Your take on that story was so much better than, sorry, they walk among us, but his very Who dead pan. They are amazing. It's brilliant. Yeah, that's how I found yeah, out about you, to be honest. But very deadpan, very monotone-ish type thing. And yeah. your take on the story is so much more memorable for mm-hmm. the swearing, for those, those times when you're doing a story where you, you're like, okay, let's take a second here and just think what the actual fuck was going on here. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and I I love it when you're like oh my god what a cunt <laughs> it's just like <laughs> yeah that's exactly what I'm thinking as well yeah yeah so but other people say that don't don't swear don't swear mm. I think swearing is not the word that is used but how it is used yes. What would you think about that? I agree. I fully agree. I, well, yeah. If, so first of all, actually, that, that that comment in the Facebook group, I reached out to um, to the person who made that comment because I ended up feeling really bad because he made the comment. And actually, it, it, to put it in context, the whole entire message was... I love the podcast, love the stories, and the swearing line was kind of just, you know, like the last little bit of his message. It was, yeah. And then there was lots of people diving in at my defence, which is lovely. And then actually, um, Tara Saraban from the Bloody Murder podcast jumped in because as a female podcaster, she gets attacked a lot for swearing. Because what she gets a lot of is, I just don't think a female should be saying the C word. I just don't think a female should be saying, and she has to constantly defend that. So she mm-hmm. jumped into the argument. So eventually, I contacted him just to say, "Look, I completely understand, but don't don't stop listening to the podcast because of that." Mm-hmm. And also, what's interesting is he'd listened from day one, and we're now a year down the line. <laughs> it's only now got offensive. <laughs> you've got you've got offended now. We're a year down the line, mate. I don't understand how that can that can be possible. Right. Because it, it hasn't gone up. I haven't started to swear more. I've just right. always swore because mm-hmm. I swear in my life. Yeah, right. That's how I. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That, that's what it is. And I, and I don't want to be one of those typical, stereotypical Glaswegians who's like every second word is fuck. But kind of it maybe is true. <laughs> I've got sweary friends. You know, that's the, yeah. that's the kind of culture. And it's just normal, normal speech. Yeah. But I think in terms of the podcast, and it's hard to kind of put this in a when someone sends a message like that it's hard for me to kind of put that down written wise in a way that makes it make sense so I guess all I can say is if I choose to swear in a podcast I've chosen it very deliberately it's Mm. not just do you know what I mean because there's times when I'll go back to it and edit and I think I'm going to take those that particular bit out because I can go a bit sweary ranty sometimes and I go <laughs> so trying to get involved in it. <laughs> What's his own bloody podcast? <laughs> My cat will join yeah. in soon. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, studio pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. So it is a choice. It's it's a very deliberate choice. Mm. Um. Yeah, and it's a choice I've made, and it's a choice I'll stick by. 
Because was... it wouldn't be me if I didn't. If it, sorry, sorry. Mm. It wouldn't be me if I didn't swear. Right. Telling a story. It just wouldn't right. be me. So I'm that's, not a robot. And what I would be the point? That's why people get so emotionally involved with the stories because they're being told. Being told as a. Not as a documentary, they're being told as somebody mm. who cares and has feelings and emotions about the story that they're telling. Yeah. And there was one time when, one episode recently, when you asked us how many times do you say in your own head, what the fuck? And I lost yeah. count <laughs> how oh, many times I said in my head, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, you can find Extraordinary Stories podcast via All Good Podcast platform. You can contact Baz on Twitter at Extra Stories Pod, that is E-X-T-R-A-S-T-O-R-I-E-S-P-O-D. On Instagram, it is Extraordinary Stories Podcast, all is one word, E-X-T-R-A-O-R-D-I-N-A-R-Y-S-T-O-R-I-E-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Facebook is Extraordinary Stories Podcast. Enjoy. <laughs> and of course, you can reach Samantha Pet on Twitter at SammyJ89, that is S-A-M-M-I-J, and then the numeral 8 and the numeral nine. And her website is uh, kimchi.podbean.com. K-I-M-C-H-I dot P-O-D-B-E-A-N dot C-O-M. Friends, for years, Henderson's Pants has been saying that we offer stylish lower body wear for every member of your family. Well, it's time to come clean. That hasn't been exactly truthful. Sure, Henderson's offered pants for mom and dad, brother and sister, even baby. But what about Fido and Fluffy, the dogs and cats of this great country? Aren't they members of the family too, you ask? Well, they are now. With Henderson's Pet Pants, your favorite furry friend doesn't have to be bare-assing around the house any longer. With more colors and fabrics than you can fetch a stick with, pets now have no excuse not to be putting on the dog or cat when it comes to stepping out in style. And Henderson's Pet Pants are not just limited to your pooch or pussy. Birds, fish, lizards, we are complete petophiles at Henderson's, and we have just the pant no matter what your companion companion's persuasion. Whether you want to see your Dalmatian in denim or your Persian in petal pushers, we've got it. That squawking cockatiel in corduroy, goldfish in gold lame, or Komodo dragon in khaki, ho-ho, we've got it. Hendersons can even lock your livestock up in stylish trousers. Imagine Porky's ham hocks in herringbone or your frisky llama in linen. We've got that, too. Originally designed for petting zoos, furry conventions, and the Bohemian Grove, Henderson's Pet Pants are now available truly for the first time for the entire family. That's Henderson's, makers of fine trousers and pantaloons since 1896, and now back to Suckatash. Next up, Opie Radio by Westwood One. On iTunes, it says, Opie has been synonymous with irreverent and hilarious radio for decades. Opie has come a long way from his shock jock days, and his talent as a curator of captivating conversation is undeniable. Opie Radio is a blend of current events, comedy, and talking to real everyday people. Helping Opie entertain and inform our close friends that have been part of his orbit for decades. It's unfiltered, funny, and free. Opie Radio is the original podcast for discovering new comics, varying viewpoints, and hilarious commentary. New episodes released every Monday and Wednesday. The clip is from episode 5 titled Jerry Seinfeld Stinks. It was released May 17, 2018. Its description reads, Opie and Vic Henley go on a road trip. Sort of. This is the first in a series of, quote, recorded while driving in a car, unquote, episodes. And in this clip, Opie and Vic make an unexpected navigation adjustment. 
And Vic, one other thing about getting porn when we were a lot younger, unlike these kids that just get it on their phone, I had a stationery store, and I would go in there. I would slowly but surely make my way to the magazine section, trying to be cool, like I'm just looking around. <laughs> just right, browsing. Browsing, but I would start at the baseball cards and where the candy was. And then the magazine section, because they, they sold porn, was sort of in the back. So I think it was pretty obvious to the, the, the person that owned the stationery store that if a kid my age, I'm talking 13, 12, 13, was back there, they're, they're trying to look at porn. Whitney, Dan Whitney, Larry the Cable Guy, he used to have, he had some great jokes because he, when they would uh, put them in plastic, and you had to buy like five magazines at one time, and the front one would always be in black and white, and that always aggravated him when he was a teenager. He's like, I'm trying to buy my spank pack, is what he called it. <laughs> and he's like, you put the one with the colored pictures on the front, you don't put the black and white. <laughs> or you know somebody's really, really desperate if they buy the spank pack with the black and white on the front. <laughs> I was laughing. You missed a turn. I was laughing so hard I just missed our turn. So that gives us more time to talk, I guess. Now, how the hell am I going to get over there? I don't know, but this policeman looks like they may help us. I don't know if that's a man or a woman. I don't know if this man or a woman. I think it's a dude. It's a dude. Yeah, doesn't matter these days. I don't even think you could acknowledge gender. No, but it's. I mean, how horrible is this job? This is the worst job ever. Seriously, standing here at 2 in the afternoon on the Upper East Side in Manhattan trying to... It's not even rush hour yet. And there's two of them. Look. Yeah. That's crazy. And they they have no hearts. They they hire a kind to be these traffic cops. I like the guy. Look at the shirtless man crossing the street over here. Here's a New York City moment. Right there running, shirtless. Run, Forrest, Run! He's got his earbuds in. He didn't hear you. <laughs> he laughed. The cop laughed. <laughs> hey, can, hey can you, I need to take a left, though. Oh, no! We love the story. He told me. I made him laugh. I made him laugh. Thanks, man. Thank you, brother. You got it, man. We will now. I know I'm blocking, but he told me I could go. Wait, that's your, this is really awesome, though. That's a good New York City moment we just had right there. You made him laugh with the Run Forest Run, and now we're making an illegal left turn from the right-hand lane going across five orange cones. Here we go. We're on. We're in. Done. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Oh, my God. He just let us cut in front of 20 cars. We literally would have had a, a sit-through probably five lights. We would have had to go down to the 50s. We would have not. No. You made the dude laugh. The power of comedy, Mr. Greg Hughes. <laughs> yeah. For people that like New York City, we're on the FDR, and we're driving under the 59th Street Bridge. Or the Feeling Groovy song, Simon and Garfunkel. Or the intro to Taxi. Absolutely. Yes. Bob James played that theme song. I think. Oh, Christ, it. you and your music knowledge. <laughs> I'm going to close your window. I'm sorry, but I want to. I don't know if. Uh, oh, now it's really quiet in here. Ooh, now it's very intimate. I'm glad that you started driving yourself again. <laughs> all those drivers you had all those years were just depressed. <laughs> you were mean to them. I wasn't mean. <laughs> hey, come on. I'm making all this up. You never. I'm, no, I'm completely making all this up. I'm, as far as I know, you've always driven yourself. I need your help. I'm actually trying to show people uh, what kind of person I really am. You can be regular. 
<laughs> can be sometimes, you know. I tell everybody, you know, he sometimes lets me come out to Long Island and feed the swans. Because <laughs> you've got a whole herd of them. I don't think it's called a herd. It's a gaggle of geese. Yeah, let's go with a gaggle. I have geese. Now I have geese. Okay. And I had a million drivers. I had Club Soda Kenny, who was great to me. Um, oh, so the stationary story. So then I would kind of make my way to the magazines. And then I would watch the mirrors in the store. And then I would I would pick my moment and I would go for it. It was the only shoplifting I ever did. Ooh, I used to only steal music. I used to steal forty fives. Really? Yeah. One of my my friends and I one time, there was three of us and we stole the entire at J C Penny. They put the top thirty, and we stole ninety forty fives. We stole the entire top thirty for all three of us. Ninety records. My mom came home that day and goes, "Where'd you get all this?" I'm like, "I've been saving. I've been cutting grass." And she's like, "You ain't been cutting grass." I go, "I got a paper. You don't have a paper route." <laughs> she let you uh, get away with though, obviously. I, we, it was the old kind of you know yeah, don't ask, don't tell kind of thing. It just turned into we were dirt poor as you were growing up. So sometimes somehow maybe that was uh, showing a little initiative. <laughs> I stole what I wanted and didn't hurt anybody. So. Very nice. You can reach Greg Opie Hughes on Twitter at Opie Radio, O-P-I-E-R-A-D-I-O. Vic Hanley's Twitter is at Vic Hanley, V-I-C-H-E-N-L-E-Y. The show's Twitter is at O-P-I-S-H-O-W, and the Opie Radio main site is opiradio.com, O-P-I-E-R-A-D-I-O dot C-O-M. This episode of Succotash is sponsored in part by TrumpPoetry.com, a chronological ode to a fake muse. Enjoy a rhyming spin on the news of the day every day, as well as over 500 archived daily verses thoroughly covering the White House, America, and the world with a sticky caramel coating that's impossible to remove. That's T-R-U-M-Poetry.com. Everything you need to know in rhyming couplets. TrumpPoetry.com. So before I read you this selection of TrumpPoetry.com, I'd like to point out that I've figured out that if you go all the way back to March in the archive, as I have done, there's a certain amount of days, I believe, left until the next election that is counting down, and that is what the numbers correspond to. So I'm reading to you from very far apart in time. Um... From, from fairly far apart in time, and I'll continue reading the number as before. This one is from August 12th of 2018. It is number 893. In Charlottesville, people felt slighted. Recall how their torches ignited, expressing their fears, but for hundreds of years, the right is already united. From slavery to pure genocide, and the guilty who never got tried, failed treaties and borders, just following orders, go forward or backward, Decide. Going back to March 22nd of 2017, number 1400. There's 1400 days. Let's hear hip hip hoorays. And then in parentheses, except from people who are gay or come from countries far away, the scientists and teachers too, unlucky folks who get the flu and have no cash to see their docks, the bees all dying by the flock, the native folk who daily prey on land where their ancestors lay, artistic folks who must create and all the foreign heads of state, the ones not deaf to those in need or fueled by power, lust, and greed. The hearts that ache, the souls that grieve, the fools who want clean air to breathe. The sick, the scared, the sad, the old. The folks who don't do what they're told. The eagle, buffalo, and foxes. Those who don't fit into boxes. Made by those who claim to see the truth about what you should be. And those who think and those who feel. And have to beg for their next meal. 
because they lost their safety net to fund Defense Department debt and Social Justice League attorneys and all of us who cast for Bernie. And then close parentheses. To those of you who are left to cheer, you have a pleasant day, my dear. Alrighty then. In the number five position, The Legion of Skanks podcast by Gas Digital Network, Big J. Okerson, Louis J. Gomez, Dave Smith. The iTunes description reads, Legion of Skanks has been called, quote, the most offensive podcast on earth, unquote, and the hosts and creators wouldn't want it any other way. Stand-up comedians and real-life best friends Big J. Okerson, Louis J. Gomez, and Dave Smith host their weekly podcast party from the Creek and Cave in Long Island City, where they invite their loyal fans in studio to hang out and listen in as they discuss anything and everything in a hilarious and extremely uncensored way. The, quote, skanks, unquote, consistently raise the bar on filth and depravity. The goal of the show isn't to educate, but rather to make you piss your pants laughing and possibly question your own moral code. The latest 15 episodes are always free, but if you want access to all the archives, watch live, chat live, access to the forums, and get the show a week before it comes out everywhere else, you can subscribe now at gasdigitalnetwork.com and use the code LOS to save 15% on the entire network. It's G-A-S-D-I-G-I-T-A-L-N-E-T-W-O-R-K dot com. This clip is from episode 369, Dr. Van Helsing, featuring Eric Bergstrom and Shane Gillis, is released July 7th, 2018. Its description reads, Comedians Eric Bergstrom and Shane Gillis join Big J. Okerson, Louis J. Gomez, and Dave Smith on Legion of Skanks podcast. The guys discuss the details of Eric's life since his cancer diagnosis and react to catheter insertion videos from medical and non-medical sources. The Skanks discover the first male model with Down syndrome, discuss an ongoing mission to rescue a team of Asian boys trapped in a cave, and offer their take on an instance of, quote, sexual harassment, unquote, at the World Cup. The guys also play the first round of a new game, invented by Lewis, called, quote, Asian woman or lady boy, unquote. All this and more, only on the most offensive podcast on Earth, the Legion of Skanks. This episode was recorded at the Creek and Cave on Monday, July 2nd, 2018. And the clip you're about to hear starts as a plug section and ends up an origin story. Let's do um, plugs and then we'll take a break. Want to do plug of riskies? Let's do some plug of riskies. Take a briskles? Well, the- Eric Bergstrom, actually, this is fucking crazy. Eric Bergstrom is recording, is it your second album? It's my first album. You're, you did a half hour special on Comedy Central. A while I did. Back. I yeah, did yeah. Colbert recently. I uh, recording uh, my first album in eleven years uh, on July tenth and eleventh at the Cutting Room. Uh, nice. That's awesome. next Tuesday that's and incredible. Wednesday. Um, it's an awesome room. Come check it out. It's nine p.m. Uh, maybe put a link. Oh, uh, Phoebe Robinson will be opening, and uh, our fans love her. And Sean. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And Sean, Don- and Sean Donnelly will be uh, hosting. Donnelly's Donnelly's awesome. Awesome. We love Donnelly's Sean. awesome. Great guy. They're both awesome. Yeah, they are great. both. They are both great. I don't know why I was being serious. I don't know. Phoebe's I don't know. awesome. I don't know Phoebe at all. I could see it. There could be no crossover. Donnelly's. They're both great. <laughs> Shane, what do you got, buddy? I have nothing. I uh, I need help. Just moved here. I, I, shouldn't, I don't know why I'm on this show. I was just hanging out out back. And they, and Jay, for real, for real. No one here knows who the fuck I've I worked am. so hard Dude. to hang out back. <laughs> no, yeah, just, that's that's how I ended up on the show. I got cancer to hang out back. <laughs> you no, got a great uh, podcast on Kumia. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Compound I got a Media. show on Compound Media now. It's called A Fair One. Uh, we've got one episode in, and it's on Wednesdays. That's like seven. 
Lewis, that's the network you said we were at war with. Ah, it's not a war. It's just, you know. No, you specifically told me it's a war. You and said it's prepare not for war. Well, no, I said it was. You waved uh, a flag in No, I said prepare for war. Right. Yeah. Okay, oh. fair enough. Oh, yeah. Oops, so we're not, we're, not, we're not at war. Also, Alex, can you not show your fucking pussy to us? <laughs> you fucking piece of garbage. I'm sorry, everyone, for Alex showing her pussy. Oh, can I say? Uh, no, nope. I don't think we told on the show. Can I say what? Uh, when you came over for Guitar Hero, what, I think what Kim said was the. It made me laugh for three days. Oh, what was it? If you recall it all, Louis, I got Christine bought me uh, the old Guitar Heroes, the, the actual, old ones? yeah, the three sixty ones with the controllers. Oh wow! I, I Facetime Lauren Lewis bought me Sega Genesis. Really? <laughs> I believed you for a second. I, I FaceTime Lewis while I was playing it. And he goes, I'll be over in 15 minutes. And anyone knows the show knows. Lewis lives 45 minutes one of away. Our, one of our early things was being uh, Legion of Skanks was what we named our guitar hero. That's band. the first well, before, thing ever. Well, before we ever Legion, had. The first time we ever used the name Legion of Skanks for anything. Jay's wife, everyone, a lot of people do know this story, but Jay's wife was mad at him because he was, you know, probably doing some shady shit. Sure. And she goes, yeah, why don't you go out there and fuck your Legion of Skanks? And then he told me the story. Was I there? You were the there. I, I turned there. around yeah, yeah. you and said. And then we both kind of looked at you and were like, that's a great band name. Yeah, it's a great fucking band name. <laughs> and, and then, then we, made it our, we made it our guitar hero yeah, band. Then that was Which funny. is probably where it should have stopped. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> but you fair. know. That's fair. But then, now, this uh, is your ex-wife? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we... Uh, this is... I gotta, I'm sorry. This Please. is very divorceable man behavior. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like your wife yeah. being like, go hang out with those sluts. And you're like, oh, yeah. Sick band name, bro. Who you have a daughter with? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. No, for Jay's ex-wife, it was a really serious moment. But for us, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. Was the yeah, it was fun. the start of the podcast. Retarded Asians are funny. She goes, seriously, <laughs> we took a vow to God. And Jay's like, do 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 But, uh, well, so Lewis comes, over to, Lewis comes over and we put these guitars on. You know, the guitar hero <laughs> controllers. Yeah. We put them on and as I'm going through, we're picking all the things and it gets to your band name. And I already had it in there. And, and it says Legion of Skanks from big on the screen. And... And Lewis came over with Kim, his girlfriend, Kimberly Congdon, and we looked at her, and, and Lewis goes, you know, and not even like really joking, like we were such, we were so giddy to play, he goes, this is actually where it all started. And I was like, yeah, you know, it actually is where it all started. And she just said, without missing a beat, she goes, do you know how ridiculous you, you look holding toy guitars telling me this is where it all started? She <laughs> 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 I mean, like we were Metallica back in a San Francisco garage. Like, ah, oh, these fucking three walls, man. This is really, this is where the beginning of Metallica goes. We're holding toy guitars, like, tune it up. Like, oh, man, it feels nice to be home, doesn't it, Lewis? Let's take oh, these man. fucking tasty licks for a walk. Let's see if we can keep this track playing. Start playing some man. Kansas. <laughs> Carry on my wayward soul. Man, we uh, Suck. <laughs> I was like, you know, yeah, Kim, I know you just showed up onto the scene and we're just making fun of Downsy models. But there's a whole backstory to this journey. And uh, every story has a beginning, everyone. If you're in the New York City area and would like to see the Skanks live, all you need to do is come out to the Creek and Cave on Monday nights at 9 p.m. No tickets needed. The Creek is located at 1093 Jackson Avenue, Long Island City, New York, 11101. Or you can watch online for free at gasdigitalnetwork.com. That's G-A-S-D-I-G-T-A-L-N-E-T-W-O-R-K dot com. You can reach Big J Okerson on Twitter at B-I-G-J-A-Y-O-A-K-E-R-S-O-N. Louis J. Gomez on Twitter at L-U-I-S-J-G-O-M-E-Z. And Dave Smith on Twitter at Comic Dave Smith, C-O-M-I-C-D-A-V-E-S-M-I-T-H. 
You can also find the show on Art19 at art19.com forward slash shows forward slash legion hyphen of hyphen skanks. And finally tonight, Kill Tony by Death Squad TV. Yes, that's not a command. That is the name of the soundcast. Sighting description says this weekly live show recorded at the world famous comedy store with your hosts Tony Hinchcliffe and Brian Redman. Yeah, that's at least part of it. It's kind of like an American Idol for uh, comedians. Um, you get one minute to do your best set, and then the panel kind of uh, critiques you right afterwards. Pretty fun to listen to, especially if you're a fan of comedy and comedians, and you'd like to hear new comedians um, being counseled, as it were, by active comedians. I guess technically all comedians who get on stage regularly are active. Uh, I don't know how. I don't know exactly what the lingo is. Anyway, the clip is from. Episode 263 with Sarah Weinshank and Ali Makofsky. It was released May 4th, 2018. It also features Josh Martin, Joel Jimenez, Jeremiah Watkins, and Malcolm Hatchett. Now, this clip features a surprise guest named Uncle Ron, who, for those who remix Soundcast audio, is, uh, well, let me just say, if there aren't a dozen or so Uncle Ron remixes out there right now, I'd be gobsmacked. In fact, you know what? If anyone remixes Uncle Ron and sends me a link or a file of it, not only will I listen to it, but it is very likely to be featured in a future episode of Sakatash, the Comedy Soundcast Soundcast, because I believe in rewarding that sort of thing. So you can put that in your vape pen and enjoy it. Uncle Ron, uh, one of the things we found out about you, and we were really surprised to find this out, because uh, last time he was on, I asked him if there's anything that he does or ever uh, does that he wouldn't want anybody to know about. Uh, which is one of my favorite questions to ask people on this show, and his answer was cocaine. Well, yeah, I dabble in a little bit of cocaine now and again. <laughs> Just a little bit, you know. I dabble uh, not in up it? the nose. I like to smoke that rock, man. Wow, oh. wait, wait. Wow, this is okay. a... you have breaking news anywhere? Wait. No, that's... He just said he does crack, Brian. It's too late oh, for Eric Clapton's cocaine. It's the same what? shit. No, Only once or okay. twice a year, maybe. Wow. wow. Uncle Ron. When do you... Hold on, Sarah. When? Yeah. Do, what, what are the two times a year that you choose to smoke crack? Do you have a, do you have <laughs> a set? So like, when, when, I, um, when I can get a hold of it. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, I used, when I was younger, I was a stud. And I would get girls and they'd say, if you got some coke... You know, I have sex with you, so I go in the motel room, pay the forty bucks. And how, long I, I break out. how long you been living that wild Vegas lifestyle? You live in Vegas, so that's a part I'm of your a normal. Dealer thing. in Vegas. Yeah. Don't. I'm not telling you where because you'll. Because you, you, you don't want to get in trouble about right. the cocaine and For all sure. that. But it is. <laughs> I will tell you, it's Paris and Bally's Casino in Vegas. That's where you used to work. I still do. Oh, I'm okay. a dealer. <laughs> I can anyway, do that. anyway. Uh, <laughs> Now you used to work. Uncle Ron, so like, when's the last time you smoked crack? Sex last night. I told you. Wait, you smoked crack last night? Smoke crack. Whenever I smoke crack, I have sex. Really? Is anybody there or not? Oh, you masturbated. No. Who was it with? I can't do that anymore. Why can't you do that anymore? Sixty-six. Yeah, your sex life ends at 49. So but what about jerking out. off? That's over too? Well, yeah, but you can't do it anymore. You can't make it well, do then, it. Well, then how do takes you... takes like an hour. Well, then how do you have takes sex? takes half an hour. You just have sex with a soft penis? You get drunk. 
You get drunk and, and then you do, get hard. I'm wait till you hear the drug I do, and nobody take my wait. Xanax. Are you about to Xanax? Xanax, because <laughs> I doc Xanax. doctor pharmacy doctor bad heart bad everything. Yeah, I get Xanax and and liquor don't and they don't mix whiskey and Xanax. Oh my fucking god. Unbelievable. <laughs> See, this is, some, this is, is <laughs> fucked up every, shit. Every, he's making up for all the people earlier that just didn't yeah. want to answer questions right. properly. Yeah. He's like, crack, how about this? Yeah. I'm on Zans, I mix it with whiskey. <laughs> Fuck yeah, bitch. But, okay. Wow. What's and the most I, fun you've ever had? Like, What's like a crazy night for you? Okay. Uh, guys, really? Guys, please stop distracting yeah. this fucking yeah. old man. All right. Uncle Ron, stick with me up here. Over here. Over here. What's the craziest night you've ever had in Vegas? Like, what did what ended up happening? You ever have one of those wild nights where somebody bets? Oh, two yeah. girls at once. Wow. I only had to give them $50 each. I swear to $50 God. $50 each? I, I swear to God. Oh, my God. They settled for 50 each. White girls, wow. black girls. White, white. Uh, did you still crack with them? They, I had to give them a little bit of crack, yes. <laughs> they yeah, they overwhelmed, certainly. I mean, <laughs> he answers questions so honestly. It's just unbelievable. You know, 50 cash, $50 crack. And so they're crack whores. Right. There you go. Brian, that, you just had to get it in there, didn't you? Well, I, I didn't know there were any other whores. <laughs> uh, when you smoke crack, when's the first time you smoked crack? Well, it's been back about a, when I was younger, when I was a stud, I was a stud. I believe and that. I when would, you say you were a stud, <laughs> what do you mean? I had a lot of fucking sex yeah. with a lot of fucking girls. Yeah, if you had to and guess how many girls, if you just had to throw a number out there, you don't have to be right. Just um, One-nighters. Yeah. Uh, about 80, 82, 82. Uh, 82, wow, yeah. look at that. He, he made it, he threw on an extra couple there at the end. Almost forgot about that uh, crack-headed threesome that you had. 80, 82, 82. You know, you, you pr when you're that age, you promise the girl some crack, right? So you go get the hotel room, and she... You know, you smoke in the crack. Totally, you, totally. Keep going, yeah. Every I fucking feel, night. You smoke it. You, I, I don't like with the dollar bill up the nose. Right. You like, smoke the crack. Yeah. Then she gets seven-eighths of the crack, and I get one-eighth of it. Wow. And then you think you're going to have sex right away after that ordeal with the crack that you just scored $40? Uh -huh. She says, no, no sex. Let, let's go back out and score 40 more. Right. I go, oh, fuck. Fuck. I feel like you it's smoke crack out of a corn cob pipe. No. <laughs> I feel like he's the white Bill Cosby. He's like, well, you put smoke well, no, crack. No, 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 no. I yeah. do not get the girls. I love, I, I love, I, I love how defensive he gets about the Bill Cosby shit. It. He's like, no, 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 no. I just right. smoke crack and I'm inside of them. Yeah. I don't. Like, I would never roofie anybody. They're, fu they're fully conscious. Wow. They're just cracked out. You can reach Sarah Weinshank on Twitter at Princess Schenk, that is P-R-I-N-C-E-S-S-S-H-E-N-K. Allie Makovsky on Twitter at not Allie Mac, N-O-T-A-L-I-M-A-C. Josh Martin on Twitter at Josh Martin Comic, J-O-S-H-M-A-R-T-I-N-C-O-M-I-C. Jill Jimin is on Twitter at Mostly Sorry, M-O-S-T-L-Y-S-O-R-R-Y. Jeremiah Watkins on Twitter at Jeremiah Standup, J-E-R-E-M-I-A-H. S-T-A-N-D-U-P.
Malcolm Hatchet on Twitter at Malcolm Hatchet, M-A-L-C-O-L-M-H-A-T-C-H-E-T-T. Tony Hinchcliffe on Twitter at Tony Hinchcliffe, T-O-N-Y-H-I-N-C-H-C-L-I-F-F-E. And the show on Twitter at Kill Tony, K-I-L-L-T-O-N-Y. And the podcast website slash show archive is at killtony.blogspot.com, K-I-L-L-T-O-N-Y dot B-L-O-G. S-P-O-T dot C-O-M. And now it's time for our final burst of durst for the show. This one is from August 23rd, 2018, and it's called All the President's Con Men, in which our intrepid correspondent climbs down the rabbit hole to find the future bones of a presidency. Hey guys, Will Durst here with a few choice words on the corruption surrounding the president these days. It is huge, covering the White House with a blanket of sleaze deep enough to bury the six-foot-three-inch unindicted Oval Office co-conspirator. Growing like the mold on the northwest corner of a Hawaiian greenhouse wall. In the past week, Paul Manafort was found guilty on five counts of tax fraud, two counts of bank fraud, and one count of failure to disclose a foreign bank account. A single jury member was responsible for deadlocking the ten other counts, and they let the defendant totally slide out his incredibly bad taste, somehow ignoring a $15,000 ostrich skin jacket. At almost the same exact time, Michael Cohen pled guilty to eight felonies implicating the president in two of them. And these are not just some junior staffers who both became convicted felons on the same day, but Donald Trump's former campaign manager and personal lawyer. M-A-G-A, MAGA, now means many are going away. Or my attorney got arrested. In response, the president called Cohen a rat and Manafort a good man, but then resorted to his trusty Rain Man refrain, no collusion, no collusion, starting to sound like a broken parrot and baring his teeth like a cornered rat. Meanwhile, in San Diego the very same day, the second congressman to endorse Trump's campaign, Duncan Hunter, was indicted on 60 federal charges. Following in the footsteps of the first congressman to endorse Trump, Christopher Collins, who was also indicted by the feds last week, proving that not only was Trump unable to pick the best people, he couldn't even pick the best criminals. He picked crummy crooks. A book on this one is going to be called All the President's Con Men. For Suckatash, the comedy soundcast, soundcast, I'm Will Durst. My thanks again to Will Durst. Go to willdurst.com, check out the Will Durst Journal, comedy for people who read or know someone who does. Whew, that was a sizable epi, if I do say so myself. If you made it this far, I'm grateful to you. Anytime you listen, anywhere you listen, any way you listen, I am grateful to you for it. I'm going to go listen to some more soundcasts for the next episode, and I have some pretty good ideas of where to start. So, rest easy, those of you who may have been concerned. By the way, speaking of getting things underway, why not go to www.succotashshow.com, that is S-U-C-C-O-T-A-S-H-S-H-O-W.com, click on the Amazon banner at the top of the page, and shop as you normally would. Amazon kicks us a portion of that, and this ship keeps afloat for a few more months, or weeks. It's an ideal way to donate, because after making sure to click that banner first and seeing your selected purchases through to the end, you have the added benefit of receiving stuff for donating. And it's stuff you already want, because you just bought it. Isn't that nifty? You know what else is nifty? You, the listener. Thank you for being nifty, and thank you again for listening. And while you're out there... 
this pre-holiday season, could I possibly intrude upon your good natures ever so slightly and gently remind you to please pass the succotash. You've been listening to Succotash Clips, the comedy soundcast soundcast with your host, Tyson Saner. Brought to you by Henderson's Pants and... Imagine your company's name right here. Find us on the web at SuccotashShow.com, on iTunes, on Stitcher Smart Radio, on SoundCloud, on YouTube, on Donder, on Blitzen, on iHeartRadio, and on... <laughs> a laughable app. You can hear us streaming and like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Suckatash Show. Email us at TysonSaner at SuccotashShow.com. Or call into the Suckatash hotline at our toll or call number 818-921-7212. That number again is 818-921-7212. You can also upload clips from your favorite comedy soundcasts directly to us by using our direct upload link at itail.com slash you slash Succotash. Production of Succotash is overseen by Joe Paulino through the auspices of Studio P. Sausalito, hosted by Tyson Sainer. Our executive producer is Mark Hershon. Our musical director is Scott Carvey. Our booth assistant is Kenny Durges. Until next time, I'm your loyal booth announcer, Bill Haywatt, reminding you to please pass the Succotash. Goodbye. Goodbye.